0: This is Trey Johnson, and I'd like to thank you for taking the time to listen to this teaching. I pray that it empowers you, encourages you, and motivates you to know God and to be who He's created you to be. Hello, my name's Trey Johnson, and thank you so much for tuning in today, Being Your Best with Trey Johnson. And that's what we want to accomplish today is we want to take steps closer to knowing God, and we want to discover some things that are going to help us be the best us, the best man or woman, the best business leader, the best whatever we're called and created to do. God wants us to live in victory. And one of the things I've been hearing is make warriors and winners. So know that you've tuned into this show because God has led you here. You're created by God in His image and in His likeness. And it is time for the body of Christ to rise up and have the mentality of a warrior and a winner because that's who we are. You know, in order for us to walk in whatever it is that God's called us to, to walk in our inheritance, it's going to take boldness. Listen to some of the things the Lord started talking to me about as we step into this season. It says, there will be momentum and extraordinary manifestations of God's goodness that will take place. It will take place in families and finances and bodies and industries. We will see the fulfillment of promises made in past years. Restoration will continue to carry us into God's presence and promise like never before. There will be heaps and ways of His glory and power. There will be recreated miracles that are carried in these waves. I want you to start expecting God for miracles, recreative miracles. When I was praying and I saw this wave, you know, I saw wheelchairs and, and walkers and crutches and different things in this wave that so we're going to see the manifestation of God's goodness like we've never seen it before. The Spirit of God went on to say, So keep moving, keep declaring, keep receiving, keep believing, because your finest hour as the church has just begun. You've seen things in the past that were miraculous, but that's just the beginning. So rejoice because your redemption draws near. Completion to seasons. Completion to projects. Completion in loose areas will take place. My hand has been moving things, adjusting things, even when it doesn't look like it. Greater glory is coming. Greater manifestations are coming. So look, expect, anticipate like they are right around the corner. Now, we know what Paul wrote to his spiritual son, Timothy, in 1 Timothy 1.18, and he says to Timothy, according to the prophecies previously made concerning you, that by them you may wage the good warfare. They you know, God wants us to take what we're hearing from His Word, from His Spirit, And wage a good warfare. In the Amplified, it says, Inspired and aided by these, we are able to wage a good warfare. It's good because we win. Remember what Paul told Timothy in 1 Timothy 6. He says, fight the good fight of faith. Why would he say it's a good fight? Because we are supposed to win. We are on the winning team. We are on the winning side. And we've learned that it takes the right mindset and one of the things I keep hearing is that there's a boldness being released in the body of Christ. You know, throughout God's word, we don't ask for faith because he tells us that we're given the measure of faith and to develop faith. Romans ten seventeen, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And faith is also acting on the word of God. But when it comes to things like boldness, they asked for boldness. God wants you and I to approach him boldly. He wants us to pray boldly. He wants us to ask him for things boldly. He wants us to be the best us that we can be. And in order for us to do that, it's going to take boldness. So listen to uh, what the word begins to tell us about boldness. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 19. It says, therefore, brethren, having boldness to enter the holiest by the blood of Jesus... Proverbs 28, 1, it says, The wicked flee when nobody pursues, but the righteous, which is you and I, for born again children of God, they're as bold as a lion. See, when we understand the power of the blood of Jesus, then we enter into the presence of God with boldness. Now in Hebrews 10, 19, it says, Therefore, brethren, having boldness to enter the holiest by the blood of of Jesus, Because of the blood of Jesus, you and I can approach our Heavenly Father with boldness. See, in the Old Testament, it was only the high priest that was able to go in to the holies of holy. And because of the sacrificial blood of the animal, it made a way for him to approach God and to come into the presence of God. But now, you and I can approach God with boldness because of the shed blood of Jesus Christ. You think about all the ways that He shed His blood. He shed it uh, for His mind. He shed it, you know, when they put the crown on His head. And whenever they put the spikes in His hand, there was blood. On His feet, there were blood. In His side, there was blood. All these different areas represent the cleansing power of the blood of Jesus. And because of His shed blood, when He entered into the presence of the Father on my behalf, on your behalf, it made a way for us to enter into the presence of God And listen, we don't have to have a priest to go to God for us. We don't have to have a pastor or minister to go to God for us. We can go to God on our own because of the precious blood of Jesus. I want to read it again, Hebrews 10, 19. Therefore, brethren, having boldness, say it, boldness to enter the holiest by the blood of Jesus, verse 20, by a new and living way which he consecrated for us through the veil that is his flesh. Now they had, you know, the outer court, the, the holy place, the holy of holies, and, and there was a curtain that would separate from the presence of God. And when Jesus died on the cross, that curtain was separated from the top to the bottom. And because of Jesus' shed blood, you and I are able to come in to the presence of God. Verse 21, and having a high priest over the house of God. Verse 22, let us draw near with a true heart and full assurance of faith, or in other words, boldness, having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. Because of the blood of Jesus, you and I can approach God with boldness. Now, Now, you know that at times the devil wants you and I to feel unworthy to come into the presence of God. Maybe <laughs> maybe you were doing something last night that you didn't need to be doing, or maybe last week you were doing stuff that you shouldn't have been doing, whether it's lying or fornicating or adultery or using drugs, out whatever it is. I mean, we're all a work in progress, but listen. Because of sin, the enemy wants to recall our mistakes. He wants to always keep it at the forefront of our thinking so we don't come into the presence of God with boldness. But when you shift your thinking from your sin, your shortcomings, to the blood of Jesus... And you focus on the power of the blood of Jesus that even while you're messed up, even when you're going through the delivering process of whatever you're addicted to, because of the blood, you can keep stepping towards the Heavenly Father. You can keep stepping towards the one who gives you grace, the one who gives you mercy. Because of the blood of Jesus, not because of your own works, not because of your church attendance, not because of your giving records, not because your goody two-shoes, do you enter into the presence of God? We enter in because of the boldness, because of the boldness that we have that comes from the blood. Thank God for the blood of Jesus that cleanses us, that washes us, that makes a way for us, to keep coming to our Heavenly Father to discover who He is more, to discover more who we are. Have boldness because of the blood of Jesus. You know, maybe you're at a place where you feel condemned or guilty or shameful. The enemy keeps reminding you of your past and and, in, and you hear, okay, because of the blood of Jesus, you can come to the heavenly Father, but the enemy keeps reminding you and, and that you're not worthy, that you don't belong in the presence of God. See, we don't come into the presence of God because of our feelings. We come into the presence of God because of the blood of Jesus. So having faith in the sacrifice of Jesus, that Jesus approached the Father for you and I, And we don't get there because of our good works. We get there because of our faith in Jesus, our faith in the blood of Jesus. And it creates this boldness on the inside of us that I belong in the presence of God because of the blood of Jesus. I belong talking to my Heavenly Father because of the blood of Jesus. I deserve to get my prayers answered because of the blood of Jesus. Have boldness. Because of the blood, so what do you do when maybe your past keeps coming up, the sin keeps coming up, the you know the guilt keeps showing up? Revelations twelve eleven. Listen to this. This is life changing right here. And they overcome him. Talking about uh, the accuser of the brethren in verse ten, which is Satan. They overcome him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony. And they did not love their lives. To the death they overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of their testimony and they did not love their lives to the death so so listen he's saying when, when this comes how do you overcome the enemy you've got to open up your mouth just like in Matthew chapter four Jesus uh, he was being tempted in the wilderness by Satan and what would he do he would open up his mouth and he would say it is written you open up your mouth and you talk about what the blood of Jesus did I'm not coming to God because of my own works. I'm coming because of the shed blood of Jesus. I can come to the Father because of the shed blood of Jesus. I'm forgiving because of the shed blood of Jesus. I can overcome because of the shed blood of Jesus. I can think right because of the shed blood of Jesus. I can prosper whatever I put my hand to because of the shed blood of Jesus. They overcome Him, which is Satan, demons, anything that steals, kills, and destroys. By the blood of the Lamb, the power of open In your mouth by the blood of the Lamb and the word of their testimony, testify of the power of the blood testify. I, I remember one time I was driving down the road in the highway and I was praying and worshiping and all of a sudden on the inside of me, I just had it come up in my heart, you know, plead the blood. And I, I didn't, couldn't see anything coming. I, so I just said, I plead the blood of Jesus. And sure enough, coming over this hill, there was a car, it was icy outside and there was a car coming over the hill and it turned sideways and was coming right at me. And I said, I plead the blood. And the car just turned and went right on past us. See, there's power in the blood of Jesus, but you've got to remember, you've got to open your mouth. And you've got to remember that this, this works, the word works for people who are in the process of growth that are willing. Remember what Jesus said in Luke 9:23, to deny ourselves and take up our cross and follow Him and to do this daily? This is when the word works. This is when we overcome by the blood of the lamb. We're we're running towards God. We're not running from God. We're running towards the word. We're not running from the word. We're not just seeing how little we can get by with and not go to hell and still live like hell, but not go to hell. (laughs) No, this works when a person says, God, this is, I'm a work in progress, but I'm gonna keep showing up day in and day out. And I draw near to you because of the blood. I draw near to you because of your goodness. I'm drawing, James 4, 8 says, when we draw near to him, he draws near to us, have boldness because of the blood of Jesus. Listen to what Ephesians 3, 12 says. It says, in whom, because of our faith in him, we dare to have the boldness, courage and confidence of free access and unreserved approach to God with freedom and without fear because of our faith in him, we dare to approach God. With boldness, do you have faith in him? Do you have faith in the shed blood of Jesus? Do you have faith in the cleansing power of the blood of Jesus? You know there's no sin that can can keep you away from God. There's no sin that uh, when I say that, there's no sin that is too big that the blood of Jesus hasn't already dealt with. You know, you don't get cleaned up and then come to God. You come to God and you allow the power of the blood to work. You allow the word of God to work. There's power in the blood of Jesus. And that blood, because of the blood, you, you're you watching right now and, and, and maybe you're addicted. Maybe you're dealing with homosexuality. Maybe whatever it is in the blood of Jesus, the spirit of God is drawing you, letting you know that that blood is bigger than that sin. Just keep focused on the author and developer and finisher of your faith who is Jesus. There is boldness when you understand the power of the blood of Jesus. Satan was defeated by the blood of Jesus. Satan is disarmed because of the blood of Jesus. You come out of the family of darkness and come into the family of Jesus Christ because of the power of the blood of Jesus. Have boldness because of the blood. You know, when Proverbs 28, 1 says, the the wicked flee when nobody pursues, but the righteous are as bold as a lion, sometimes we get to thinking so much about being a sheep because the, the, the voice of a shepherd we, we follow because we are the sheep of his pasture that we forget he's also, Revelation 5, 5, he's also the lion of the tribe of Judah. So not only are we hearing his voice and being led like sheep and he's our good shepherd, but we're also as bold as a lion. And when you understand the power of the blood, it makes you bold. It, it, it makes you bold. Go with me to Acts chapter 4, verse 29 through 31. And, and I believe that there's things stern on the inside of you. And because of the blood that you know you're worthy, because of the blood, you know God hasn't given up on you yet. Because of the blood, you can be set free. You can be delivered. You can be healed because of the blood of Jesus. Every demonic assignment an attack that is headed your way can be stopped and shut down because of the power of the blood of Jesus. Listen to Acts 4.29. And now the Lord... They were arrested and they were told, don't you preach and teach anymore in the name of Jesus. And they came back and they prayed and they asked God to give them boldness. And it said, because of the name of Jesus. See, there's boldness, not only in the blood of Jesus, there's boldness in the name of Jesus. The name of Jesus was given to you and I because of the cleansing power of the blood and to accomplish God's will upon the earth, just like it is in heaven. When we use the name of Jesus, we are representing Jesus himself we have an assignment to fulfill on behalf of Jesus and so he gave us the name that is above every name and it says with boldness they understood the power of the blood with boldness they begin to use the name of Jesus says they were filled with the spirit of God and because they were filled they were bold So when you begin to develop a relationship with the Holy Spirit and you're filled with His Spirit, you become bold. When you begin to understand that the blood of Jesus makes a way for you in the presence of God, you you become bold. When you understand you've been given the name that is above every name, the name of Jesus, you start to get bold. There's boldness in the blood of Jesus. Now look back at Acts chapter 4, verses 8 and 13. Then Peter, filled with the Holy Spirit, said to them, Rulers of the people and elders of Israel. Now when they saw the boldness of Peter and John and perceived that they were uneducated, untrained men, they marveled and they realized they had been with Jesus. When you spend time in God's Word and you spend time in God's presence and you begin to understand that you're made righteous because of Jesus, and you're cleansed because of the blood of Jesus, you start to get bold. Because sometimes when you don't have the education, or maybe you don't have the resources, or maybe you don't have this or that, it can kind of cause a person to be timid. But when you spend time with Jesus, you start to get bold. I, I know there's been times that I've been in the, the presence of leaders of countries and leaders of big organizations and stuff. And here I am just a young man in the process. And, and I, but I realized that it was Jesus that put me there and he's the one that's going to keep me there. There's been times that rodeos, I've come out of the a rodeo arena and my phone would ring and I would pick it up and they'd ask me to come and have lunch with governors of states and different things like that. And then they would ask, me to pray over them and bless them and 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 if you look at it in the natural they have all these degrees and these resources and everything it can be intimidating but when you realize that greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world and you realize that you are made right with the creator of heaven and earth because of jesus and because of his blood you are forgiven and cleansed and it is him who's put you in that place you can be bold and they'll realize that this person might not have my education, this person might not have my resources, but I can tell they've been with Jesus and they're as bold as a lion. See, results come whenever you're bold. And a lot of times as Christians or as people that are just in the journey, we ask for very little when God was wanting us to ask for a whole lot. Look with me in Luke chapter 16, verses 9 through 21. Luke 16 verses 19 through 21, there was a certain rich man who had habitually clothed himself in purple and fine living and reveled and feasted and made merry in splendor every day. And at his gate, there was carelessly dropped down and left a certain utterly destitute man named Lazarus reduced. To begging alms and covered with ulcerated sores, he eagerly desired to be satisfied with what fell from the rich man's table. Moreover, the dogs even came and licked his sores. So, so think about this. The rich man was, you know, fared presumptuously. He had everything. And here you had Lazarus. And it says, Carelessly dropped down and left certain, certain utterly a destitute man named Lazarus, reducing to begging alms and covered with sores, and he eagerly desired to be satisfied with what fell from the rich man's table. This guy just wanted crumbs when God had so much more than just crumbs. And a lot of times as believers, we look at ourselves as beggars Instead of looking at ourselves as children of the Most High God and that the blood of Jesus cleanses us and we belong in the presence of God. Remember Hebrews 4, 15 and 16. He says, you approach God with boldness. You come into the throne room with boldness. You, you come after the things of God with boldness. Right here, this guy was begging. This guy just wanted crumbs when God had so much more for him. Maybe you've just been asking God, just for a little bit. Maybe you've had the survival mentality. Well, it's time to get bold and go after the good plan that God has for your life. And when you understand the blood of Jesus, you approach God with boldness. You go after your inheritance with boldness. You step into your calling with boldness. You do what you're created to do with boldness. The righteous are as bold as a lion. See, there's boldness in the blood of Jesus. There's boldness in the name of Jesus. There's boldness when you have a relationship with the Spirit of God. Look at Luke chapter 15. So I'm going to challenge you to begin to be bold in your praying. Don't just ask for crumbs. Be bold to go after what Jesus died to give us. You know the story in Luke 15. You have the prodigal son, the younger son, the older son. You had the father. Listen to what the Luke 15 verse 11, and it said, A certain man had two sons, and the younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the portion of goods that fall to me. So he divided to them his livelihood. So you see this younger son, he knew that he had a certain amount of stuff coming to him, so he boldly went to the father and said, Father, I know you have this set up for me. Give me what is mine. See, he was very bold. And the father said, No problem. He gave it to him. See, there's a lot of times that people can maybe not have a right heart, but they see results because they're bold. Now, this young man, he was bold, and he went and he wasted what God gave him on riotous living with harlots, with party, and everything else. But he, when he came to himself, he came to himself. He comes back to the house. The father runs, receives him in, puts a robe on him, a ring on his hands, sandals on his feet. They kill the fatted calf. They have a party. Well, the older son... He'd been out working. He'd been out being faithful. He'd been showing up at everything the father had for him. And he comes back in verse 28. When he come back, he was angry and would not go in. Therefore, his father came out and pleaded with him. So he answered and said to his father, lo, these many years I've been serving you and I never transgress your commandment at any time. And yet you never gave me a young goat that I might make merry with my friends. But as soon as this son of yours came, who has devoured your livelihood with harlots, you killed the fatted calf for him. And he said to him, son, you're always with me and all that I have is yours. It was right that we should make merry and be glad for your brother was dead and is alive again and was lost and is found. Notice, son, you're always with me and all that I have is yours. See, here's the faithful son. You You can go to church all the time. You can give all the time. You can worship all the time and not see much results because you're not bold. The younger son, his heart wasn't right, but he was bold. The older son, his heart was right, but he wasn't bold. God's work in us wants us to have a right heart and be bold. So are you asking for little when God wants you to be bold and ask for a lot? Have you been going to church, faithful, going through the motions, but you're not seeing any results? I want to challenge you to begin to look at the power of the blood of Jesus and allow this boldness to rise up realize the power in the name of jesus the name that is above every name and begin to attack that situation that the assignment the enemy has against your life resist it in the name of jesus become bold allow the spirit of god in you greater is he that is in you it's the same spirit of god the spirit of the line of tribe of judah rise up on the inside of you and realize you're as bold as a lion be bold now As we get ready to close today, I want us to think about what are some obstacles that can hinder us from approaching the presence of God, from being bold in the presence of God. And let's let's go back to Hebrews chapter 10, verses 19 and 20. And it says, Therefore, brethren, having boldness to enter the holiest by the blood of Jesus, by a new and living way which He consecrated for us through the veil, that is His flesh. Now, sometimes... People don't think that they're holy enough. And so because they are looking at their sin, they're looking at their feelings. Remember, we don't approach God because of our feelings. We approach Him through the blood. And if you don't feel holy enough, get your eyes off of yourself and get your eyes on Jesus. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 10, in the Amplified, it says, in accordance with the will of God, we have been made holy, consecrated, and sanctified through the offering made once for all, of the body of Jesus Christ, the anointed one and his anointing. See, we're holy because of the blood of Jesus. Let's keep reading. Hebrews 10, 21, and having a high priest over the house of God. You you have a high priest over the house of God. And in verse 22, it says, let us draw near with the true heart and full assurance of faith." boldness having a heart sprinkled from evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water because of the blood of jesus you don't have to go through anybody else you go to god on your own you have the right to go to god so if you don't feel holy, you don't feel righteous, you choose to believe the word of God and you put your faith in the sacrificial work of Jesus, that Jesus ripped the veil between you and God and Jesus is the high priest. He is the one interceding for you and I. High priest is like a, a lawyer or something. He's presenting your case, not on your good works, but because of what Jesus did. And he's saying, Father, he belongs in my presence. Father, he, he belongs forgiven. Father, he is right righteous because of what I've done I've shed my blood and now be bold because of what Jesus did so regardless of your feelings you don't get there by your feelings you get there through your faith in the blood of Jesus and what Jesus did Another thing is you feel like you have to get somebody else. You don't have to get anybody else. Jesus made a way for you to go to the Father through Jesus Christ because of what he did. And you should approach God with boldness. Another obstacle. Sometimes people think they've got to do all this extra stuff to get... God's approval, God approves of you because of the shed blood of Jesus. You don't have to do all this extra stuff to get God's approval. You have God's approval because of the shed blood of Jesus And as you approach God with boldness, you'll want to pray more because you spend time with the creator of heaven and earth. You'll want to give more because that's the character and nature of God. You'll want to forgive. You'll want to be bold. You'll want results because it's your DNA. You have the DNA of almighty God because of the blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus is enough. It don't take anything else. It don't take a prayer cloth. It don't take fasting. It doesn't take... All that stuff is fine and dandy. But you come into the presence of God and you don't have to do anything extra except believe in Jesus. Believe in the power of the blood of Jesus. Listen to 1 Peter 1, verse 18 through 20. Thinking about the blood of Jesus. You are enough because of the blood of Jesus. You are welcome in the presence of God because of the blood of Jesus. 1 Peter 1, 18 through 20. Now, knowing that you were not redeemed with corruptible things like silver and gold for your aimless conduct received by tradition from your fathers, but with the precious blood of Christ as of a lamb without blemish and without spot. He indeed was foreordained before the foundation of the world, but was manifest in these last time for you. You're redeemed by the precious blood of Jesus. Listen to the word precious in the Greek. It means held as a great price. Held in honor, esteemed, especially dear to our hearts, costly, honorable, valuable, highly esteemed. God esteems the blood of Jesus. The blood of His Son, Jesus, is dear to His heart. Now, is it dear to our heart? Do we esteem the blood of Jesus? To Do we uphold the blood of Jesus? Do we honor the blood of Jesus? I want to encourage you, you overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of your testimony. Begin to open your mouth and, and build your faith in the blood of Jesus. Esteem it, honor it, hold it as dear to your heart. Because of the shed blood of Jesus, you can have a relationship with Almighty God no matter where you're at, no matter what you're going through. Right now, you can come to the Heavenly Father and know that you're going to spend eternity with Almighty God because of the blood of Jesus so wherever you're listening to this, wherever you're sitting, wherever you're driving, riding, whatever the case is, when you look into your heart, do you have that knowing that if you were to die today, you would spend eternity with God? You know, Jesus shed his blood so you can have that knowing that you'll spend eternity with Almighty God. The Bible says when a person believes in their heart and they declare with their mouth, Jesus, you are my Lord, it says at that time, That person receives salvation, and at that moment, that person settles. They have a knowing that enters into them. The life of God enters into them, and they're born again. You know He is my Father. I am His child, and nobody can talk you out of your inheritance as a child of Almighty God. So when you look into your heart, do you have that knowing? If you don't have that knowing, if you don't know of a time or moment when you called upon the name of Jesus, if there's never been a time that you can look back where you settled, where you're going to spend eternity, would you make right now that time? It's very simple. This is how we do it. I want us to pray a very simple prayer together. And as you pray this prayer, I want you to believe these words in your heart. I want you to declare these words with your mouth like your eternal destiny depends upon it because it does And according to God's word, you receive the forgiveness. You receive the cleansing power of the blood of Jesus. You receive Jesus as Lord and eternal life enters into you and you come into the family of God. Would you pray this prayer with me? Would you just say, Father God, today is the day that I make the decision to believe in my heart that God raised Jesus from the dead to give me life. And right now, I accept that life. And I ask you, Jesus, to come into my heart, to be my Lord, to be my Savior, and according to God's Word, I am forgiven. I am cleansed. And from this moment forward, I settle, Jesus, you're my Lord. I settle, I am forgiven. I settle that my name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life. Now, if you prayed that prayer for the very first time in your life, I want you to contact us. We want to send you a magazine. We want to connect with you. We want to help you grow We want to encourage you to go to the website, trejohnsonministries.com. Look at all the different things that we have going. You know, I do a personal growth teaching every Wednesday morning, seven o'clock central. We have a YouTube channel. We have podcasts. We do all social media, you know, five or so days a week. I'll just do a little encouraging word. We'd love for you to be a part of that. We send out daily devotionals, daily emails, just to encourage you, to help you know God more and to be the best you you can be. Remember, there's boldness, because of the blood of Jesus. And until next time, my name's Trey Johnson. Thank you so much for tuning in today. And I look forward to seeing you again soon.